brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. In a ran far, far away, yeah. Aaron and Danae decided mm. that they were going to do a live show. Yes, Tassie, they did. Then and what happened? Do you know what happened after that? I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath. They did it! <laughs> they did it with all of their little bitty hearts! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happened! We did a live show! It was so much fun. We're going to play that for you for the show today. Uh, and excited for you to be able to hear it in case you did not get a chance to be there or hear the live stream. We would love for you to also consider popping into the app Band, where many of the people who are at the live show just joined and are just learning about Shoe the Dough and all of the things that we do here in Studio DNA. We should also mention that you played with your brother Ben and your friend Ben. Uh, in a band now called Ben, Ben, and Danae. Yes. And uh, Nate and the Saints played at the end. That will not be in this podcast. This is just the actual live show segment. Right. Which is just at about an hour, just like your normal podcast lengths. And in this episode, we highlight three segments, three kind of things that we do on the podcast because we wanted to give the live audience a feel for what the show can be like. It's a, It was a lot of fun. And if you do want to hear that other stuff, we actually do have a video up of that. It is available to our patrons. So if you support at a dollar a month or more what we do here, you can watch the entire two-hour video, which includes uh, Danae's performance as well as Nate and the Saints and all that. So uh, you can do that right now. Just go to patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. And if you support, you'll be able to watch the video. So without further ado, here is the live podcast recording from Classic Rock Coffee from just last week. Live from the bunker, except not the bunker. It's actually a Classic Rock Coffee. It's Shoe the Dough with Aaron and Danae. We paid everyone to do Well, welcome to another episode of Shoe the Dough, a a very different Shoe the Dough with a live audience, and we'll be kind of giving a little gander at some of the the subjects that we do, the different kind of segments that we do, and also It's a variety show. Yeah. You need to be ready for uh, a couple things. Uh, This is going to be different because we're in front of a live audience, so that'll actually impact what you're hearing in the podcast. There'll also be some uh, audience interaction, some Q&A, like uh, questions and answers. So be thinking yep. if you have any questions for us. We'll it do that towards anything. the end. It can be anything you want to know about us, from us, whatever you want to know. Whatever you want to know. Uh, there'll be some uh, interactive Are games. Are you wearing deodorant today? No, forgot that part. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just... Uh, is, is the entire show going to be about your smell? Listen, it's just... 
prominent in the it's like right don't you think it's more prominent in your head than it is in anybody else's not anymore i'm talking about it (laughs) like i would not have even noticed if you hadn't brought it up like now i would notice now i would definitely notice thank you that was very very kind yeah you were saying it's flowers just flowers and rainbows that just Mm -hmm. happened uh so yeah so there's gonna be a little bit different in the podcast we're gonna have a little bit of fun doing it but we do want to kind of bring you the basic stuff that we usually do uh and so we're gonna start off uh today's show with what we call a sift pop segment danae tell us about it what sift pop is Sift pop 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 culture i've never done that before but that worked really really well see i can buzz you anytime i want to did you load the buzzers in i did you do this to me time okay sif pop is our pop culture segment so we talk about movies and today we're going to be reviewing a movie with our friend andrew ormsby if you want to come on up here andrew, please welcome andrew from flick freaks from the flick freaks youtube Woo! so usually our sif pop podcast episodes are an hour long just like our regular talk show but we're going to obviously condense that for you tonight oh my goodness you brought a hat ahoy <laughs> you're even wearing your ahoy shirt you know, I could get right up on this bad boy. Like you gotta like love it, I would or you s- can hold it. <laughs> no, I'm alright. Okay. I would say that I'm wearing the shirt to promote the store, but it's more the fact that I'm very egotistical. So <laughs> having a well, shirt with me on it, yeah. I, I don't know if you've looked behind us, but there are giant faces <laughs> looming over us. So when did you get that hat? For real, this is that? like real. <laughs> really, guy? Amazon, five bucks. Nice. nice. Yeah. I like it. So how you been? Living the dream. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, went and saw Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. I feel like I'm in mm-hmm. Yeah. Part 2, part part 3, do it. And I guess that's why you invited me on stage. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to drill you. Yeah. That's all. All yeah, right. We so are going to be reviewing Hunger Games for you just real quick. No spoilers. We don't do spoilers on the show. We also have a spoiler uh, segment, though. So if you did want to get a spoiler episode, you can do that, too. All right. Let's start who's off. Who's read the books? Yeah. Who's Anyone? read the Hunger Games books? You've read the books? And you, and you guys have two? And you I, over here? I swear I'm the oldest. Okay, no, you. I <laughs> thought I was the oldest one here that read those books. <laughs> I read the books too. So that was interesting. Who's seen the movies but hasn't read the books? Okay. Two a quiet much more people. silent crowd. They're they like, I think they're embarrassed. I'm getting all these notifications. That's banned. My... If you guys are getting notifications, that's banned. That means we've got activity happening. Well, maybe I'll just leave it up then. Maybe Aaron, at the beginning of the show, it says you can have your phone out, but keep it on silent. <laughs> that is true. Seriously. That is true. We are a phones it's up show. It's on the brochure. To... That's right. It is there. <laughs> we have a brochure. Well, a, a program. <laughs> See, oh, the program. There, sorry. For, cool. That Andrew would know about. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about Hunger Games. Andrew, we'll start with you. Generally, what did you think? Liked it, loved it, it was okay, didn't like it, hated it. If I was the demographic for this movie, I would love it, but I am not, so I didn't. You did not? So did no. you hate it, or you just didn't like it? I'm going to stick with okay, disliked it, somewhere in between there. All right, today? How close are you to sliding into hatred? Just no, not, I'm no, I'm not close to hating this okay, movie. Okay, okay. No. I liked it, and the more I think about it, I still just sort of like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the liked it category too. I think it's a it's a well made film. It's it's obviously they kinda they know what they're doing. With it a has a huge some, budget. It it has a lot of, of flaws. Explosions. But I, I think it's a decent movie. Uh, let's talk about, quickly about the, the positive things. Let's what's one thing you really liked about the movie? Danae, you start this time. Oh. Um you get to see Katniss again. She's cute. I love her. <laughs> really? All they had to do was show up and put Katniss on the screen <laughs> She's and you're adorable good. Outfits and- <laughs> 
running around and shooting people. Amber, you remember when you said not in the demographic for this uh, this movie? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody who might Jennifer be. Lawrence. Uh, it, is, it is cool just to go back into this world again and to see that they're actually doing more service to the book. So those of you who have read the books, this particular movie actually hits those notes way better than we've seen in previous. Like, I think the first one did a pretty good job. Second one was doing pretty good. Third one was awful. Fourth one, I think they, they hit the book pretty well. So I didn't think you I feel like, like though, didn't you feel like this movie started slow? Like, the entire third Hunger Games movie was so slow. Like, nothing happened. And then, like, the first hour of this movie, nothing happens as well. Yeah. Like, it takes them a while to get there, right? I thought we were starting on the pros, but yeah, but, that was definitely... But you're... <laughs> yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah you, you skipped straight to the negative. Did you have a, did you have a positive? Oh, right, or? right. What did I like about this movie? Um... How about the love triangle? When he said starting on the prose, I thought he meant like poetry and prose. I was like, were we supposed to have written something out? No. Like, did I blow Cadence. that? Your uh, I do like want to talk soup. about that love triangle, though, real quick. Yeah. There's no competition. Am I right? You pick Liam Hemsworth if you're going to pick either Josh or Liam. Yes, thank you. You pick <laughs> Liam. If you had to pick one of them to spend the rest of your life with, just be wrapped up in their arms and feel true security, it's Liam. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I did not about get this a little like too much. Yeah. The, the peanut lover <laughs> the just peanut. went. Oh, <laughs> but what about the short underdog? That's right. <laughs> what about the damage sensitive guy? What about I mean, the come one on. that went into the Hunger Games and survived? Guys, no. we are not going to spend this entire time talking about no. the love triangle. That okay. is no. not going to happen on my watch. No. I will say this. The direction of this movie and the CGI, all that stuff, was actually surprisingly better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought it was good, too. That was quality. I think yeah. for me, the main positive was, one, Jennifer Lawrence is an incredible actor. She does yeah. an amazing job. Uh, she outacts this material in a lot of ways. Is it supposed to be actor for both, or is it actress? I think different just people say different thing. Yeah, no, no. I think there is a, a movement for kind of taking the gender out of it. You know, it's just an actor. Um, but and there's some also people say the actress for the women to get paid yeah. the same too. Yeah, that's always a thing. That's going to well. happen someday, right? But as good as she is, she's still not the best performance in the entire. Who movie. is? Who, Who is? is? Donald Sutherland is still the best performance. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, Snow. President oh, I like Snow. Snow. Yeah. I mean, he's weird in the movie, but he does a good job. That's why he's good. He, he kills that performance. He's yeah, he, really I thought good. you say he kills somebody, because <laughs> that would have been a spoiler. You just said he kills the performance. No, I can't he say that, me. and I can't talk about future helicopters either. <laughs> helicopters are a spoiler on the show. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I like is the action stuff. I think that's really, really good. They did a, a great job. Once, it's, once it gets moving... This movie really, the action really owns... I feel like I'm sinking. All right, how about worst thing? And I'll start since, uh, since I've already kind of said it. This movie takes forever to get going. You already like, said forever. that. forever. Okay, on. that's mine. God. Andrew, what's your, what's your thing that uh, you didn't like? One of my, I got it. One of my cons <gasps> is actually the action in this movie because every single time something is about to happen, either the camera flashes away or somebody splashes water onto the camera and you can't tell what's no. going on. No, yeah. you're wrong. Nope. That- fight, fight, fight. <laughs> No, I like, actually thought when I was watching like, arm wrestle. When I was when, no, no, thank you. Uh, when I was watching the uh, let's just say the tunnel scenes, yeah. that won't give anything away. That was right? that was the highlight of the movie. But okay, still. I just thought it, it reminded me at times of Lord of the Rings, like how well choreographed it was. 
I, what? Yeah. It remi- like, I was like, wow, there's Gimli with his axe. Have and there's Legolas with his bow. Have you only seen three movies? Are they Hunger Games and Lord of the Rings? <laughs> no. No, I really, I really had that thought. Um, mm-hmm. A total, I think that would be Six. seven movies. Seven? Yeah, four, you, 400 you games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyhow, so, I can't count. so yeah, I would disagree with that. But you, you, thought, you thought it suffered from, like, we don't have time to choreograph this well, so let's throw a Chore- distraction. Okay, I think it was more just the way they shot it I had a problem with, but I could tell the choreography in it was really good, like especially for a Hunger Games movie. So there's some when it's supposed scenes. to be like toned back from violence is normally what you see in those movies. This movie doesn't shy away from violence in the way the other ones did. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, I would agree with that. Danae, what did you have on the negative side? Um, the story has come to an end. What is that? That's sad. It's it's Aaron's fun. It's ban- it's people interacting on band. It's awesome. Yeah, so we left it. I mean, I can mute it, but we I thought we decided to leave it up. I just didn't know I what it was. I can smell so. Danae's pits from here. <laughs> Guys, really? <laughs> just kidding. It was me. <laughs> I posted it. Um, I, actually, I didn't have a lot of negatives except for what you already mentioned. The pacing was a little off for me. Oh, I guess I would mention this. So if, if you're not used to the Hunger Games world or you haven't read about it, they don't go into some things I expected them to go into. There's a couple really interesting character developments, some really cool backstories about some of the characters, and I don't want to spoil too much, but they just don't really dig into that storyline, and that, that really bummed me out because uh, when we talked about it earlier on our podcast today, it was really evident that some of that top, like some of that world, um, you know, like in the, the capital, they do a lot of like bio stuff, and they, they change DNA, and they make like scary creatures, and things like this. And like really a lot of that doesn't make itself known in this movie. And so quite all of a sudden you're, you're reminded that this isn't, you know, our universe. It's a totally different universe. They didn't really do a good job. I think of bringing to life a lot of that stuff. We talk about in the spoilers a little bit, but um, like they don't really develop even president snow as much as I would have liked for them to have. I remember when you started saying some of the stuff that happens in the book that they don't really even touch on in the movies. And it was fascinating, right? It was, it was incredibly fascinating. And I remember it was either me or or Josh who was on the show with us today said, uh, why didn't they make that movie? And I kind of agree, you know, like there's a movie, uh, with some of that stuff you were talking about in the book that would have been, I think a little bit more interesting. Yeah. But I I know they wanted to focus on the, you know, like the, but still, overall, good, I still thought it was a good movie, though. What did you guys think about uh, how they dealt with Philip Seymour Hoffman's absence that's in the good, movie? That's a good thing to also hit on before we wrap up. Let's um, just say this is his last movie, and you can definitely tell that they toned his character back a lot. From what I exp- I figured they were going to do, just you know, just have him in the background and stuff. But no, he was very toned back in this movie a lot more. Than it I felt like those were be. scenes that had already been shot from like yeah, the other movies that they kind of like. Cut and well, he did part of it. Like maybe he did some yeah. of it before he passed away, and they like they did it. It was interesting too because you can tell that they try to bring his character back in. The character is a huge important role in the film or in the books, rather. Was any so, of that CGI? He was CGI in a couple of them, but you really couldn't, I couldn't tell, tell, which was nice. I didn't think he was CGI. He I thought really they just creepy. cut him from other from other places. I guess he was a little foggy in the background. Just like take scenes or clips from other movies maybe. I saw a movie recently and they'd CGI'd somebody that had passed away. It was so creepy. Fast Fast Five or... Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Walker. Whatever the newest one is. so weird. I gotta tell you, my my youngest son has... What's the song in uh, the Fast and Furious movies? I don't know, but it was... Tragic. <laughs> it was, there's this song, and he just he plays it on repeat like all the time. He's like, "Dad, have you seen the Fast and Furious movies?" "Yes, I've seen the Fast." This song's from the Fast and Furious. Thank you, son. I appreciate you telling me. He plays it all the time. Oh, uh, 
Uh, oh, uh, is it time for one more thing yet? Yeah, let's do our one more one thing. One more thing. If you decide to stick around for the credit, uh, there isn't like a secret credit thing that I know about. But uh, Jennifer happens to sing in the credits again. And we heard her sing in the last movie. Um, and so she sings a little bit more. And I think she's a really great haunting voice. Like she's got a super kind of neat, gruff, growly voice. And I think she sounds fantastic. She was terrified, terrified to sing. And they had to really coax it out of her. It was more uh, horrible for her than like, you know, just some awkward scenes in movies. So, but I think she's said it really good. So that's my one more thing is at least listen to a little bit of it. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, my one more thing is if you watch a movie like this on opening night with a crowd full of the demographic for a movie like this. Tweens. It makes for a very interesting viewing experience because I mean, they, they are... are in it. They, when, when the love triangle, when members of the love triangle would have a smooch, the place just like melted. It was, it was incredible. And like a character, a character dies and there's someone down there like, (laughs) people are consoling her. Yeah. It was for real. I went to the, the morning show for this and you could tell like the parents that just got off a, a 10 hour shift that had to take their kids to the show and they were just tired and no the kids were awake and they were totally into it and i'm like it's it's 10 in the morning you shouldn't be this excited <laughs> but no yeah, yeah. they're excited they know how to make a movie for that audience yeah, yeah. And, and maybe to the detriment of the movie a little bit like i think so but whatever whatever it's a little bit especially when they're Team laughing dur- during oh. oh wow that's my girls yeah. over there wow Yes, He's I think so you were cute. at the movie we went to. I think I think I saw you a few rows ahead, in ahead of us. Um, yeah. What about you, Andrew? What's your one more thing? Uh, one more thing. I really do think that out of all of the books, like out of the movies and the books, this one was the most authentic to the books, like you said. Even though it was technically just half the book, but like that half was like dead on, like I was supposed yeah. to be. Can we all agree it should have been one movie instead of two? Yes. yes. Is that? Can we all agree that? What do you guys think? No. You thought it was a good decision to make it into two movies? The, wow. That's actually the marketing team that's making money off it being two movies. <laughs> They're here tonight. Head of marketing, wow. Justin Hughes, wow. is here tonight wow. for The Hunger Games. Thanks for joining Amazing. us. Amazing. <laughs> uh, well, cool. thank you, Andrew. Appreciate that. Round of applause for Andrew. You can check him out on YouTube. Yep. At Flick Freaks. He Andrew, does do you have anything? videos on YouTube. Yeah, he does great stuff on YouTube. Do you have anything you want to say before you head out? Uh, yeah, my stuff's less family friendly than yours. But, uh, <laughs> it's good to know. It's good heads good up. Good yeah. heads I, up. Need, I probably needed to say that. But yes. Yes. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, thanks yeah, for coming Thanks, on. Andrew. Thanks for joining us. So there's Appreciate just a little it. example of our Sif Pop pop culture. Now we're going to shift gears a little bit and go into our next segment. Danae, would you like to introduce our next guest? I would. We're going to be doing I a just, segment. I just shuffled my paper like a sh- like a show host. The, our, my, our next guest is my best friend Ida, and Ida, you want to come up here. Round of applause for Ida. So this is going to be really fun. As I mentioned earlier, we've talked about it before. One of our favorite things about having a longer form conversation on our talk show slash podcast is being able to have deeper conversations. This is stuff where you know you kind of want to go into more uh, when you're talking to somebody, but there's just it's not the time. So we have a segment on our podcast called No Longer Safe. And what that means is we're going to be going into a topic that's got more serious undertones. So you can listen to it when you're ready on particular topics. We actually have two people here that have been on the podcast before our segment. Janelle is also here. She's also joined us on a No Longer Safe segment. So, um, and, oh, and my brother. Yes, because he was on one as well. So 
We've got three here. These are topics that, uh, well, I guess I'll just, do you, you want to tell everybody um, what what your episode was called? I want to tell everybody that you're so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll you just be over here, guys. You're you guys not just wanna... the oldest one who's read the books. I'm so old that just since the show started, I've had to, you know, I need to go pee. So you stink. I need to go pee. Awesome. All right. Scoot up towards the mic so we can hear you. Well, you know, don't it's a be afraid. When am I this is afraid? your friend. Look at this. Look at it. It's so cute. And thank you for inspiring her. She's been an absolute blast for 10 years. I love that guy. Yeah. That guy is, means everything. That came out of the side there. <laughs> so, what was, your, uh, what was your podcast title? Atheism. Atheism. That's right. My friend Ida is an atheist, and that was one of the first conversations we wanted to have was how can we find common ground even if we don't think the same? So Our, our heart really in a lot of what we do is to really offer a way of connection to people. So when we you know, have fun, when we do something, uh, we, we like to make sure we're connecting in that way. And a lot of times you see in our culture, especially it's about division. It's about separation. And we want to tear those walls down and build bridges instead so that we can have conversations with each other. And when we do talk to each other, if we're in like a divide, it's often so antagonistic that we want to eliminate that from, from what we're doing. In other so- words, yeah, I had to convince her to come onto the podcast. Her, um, I think oh, I, I think I didn't need something. I think I didn't. Yes, Ida. Okay, so but that's the beautiful thing about you guys is that you open those communication lines because it used to be that people didn't just draw a line and stay on one side or the other, and and there's no crossing that. You can agree to disagree. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. We can be on different. Uh, we can be on different sides of a of an idea or something, but still have. A commonality, still find that human connection, even well, if we're guess. different. Yeah, exactly, because we believe differently, um, but we're still best friends and respectful. Yes, that's a huge component of it. Um, she had one stipulation for coming on the show, and really, we're not going to go into a deep topic here because those are conversations for a, a time, you know, when we're all kind of in that same space together. But we wanted to show you kind of another element of our podcast. But anyways, her her stipulation was. You can't pray for me at the end. <laughs> I don't want to have a come to Jesus moment at the very end of the podcast where you lay hands on me and try to heal me or something. Well, Ida, we have saved oh. that for now. What? Everybody gather around. We'd like to lay hands on Ida. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what a it's, I, I haven't lost an arm. <laughs> yeah. I still love people. So we wanted to ask you, what was it like coming on the show? Walking into, at the time we were doing, when we did her uh, podcast episode, it was uh, when we were still at 88 Point Through the Wind. And so we had, uh, we had her come into the studio at the station, which is a Christian radio station. So she had to like go on to like Christian soil, you know. <laughs> so, I had my daylight ring on. <laughs> <laughs> so she walks in, she's like, looking around like she's about to go to war. She's like, <laughs> all right, I'm here. But I want to know, like, from your perspective, like, what, what was it like, not just to talk about your beliefs, but to go in and then come out on the other side and then listen to other No Longer Safe episodes kind of since then? Well, I had never met Aaron, so... Yeah, that was... I just knew you vicariously. Right. What were you expecting? Her, am I... Oh, I got this. Okay. Oh, I got my own personal holder. Thank you, love, eh? Um, so now I'm like echoing. I'm freaking myself out now. Now you're being heard. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was kind of a little bit, you know, how Christian-y. 
yeah. are you? I mean, you know, are you going like, to come at I? me as, you know, brimstone and fire kind of thing <laughs> or not? Um, no, you were great. It was just instant comfortable, which I kind of knew it was going to be because, you know, she can make any situation comfortable. Right. You know, she's or uncomfortable, the great depending on how she's feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, but it was nice. It was, a, I thought it was a very nice conversation about, about just being people, you know, and, and our experience, I think we each took a turn talking about our experience and, um, and that was, you know, it was amazing. It was, it was our first episode of this segment. You were our first no longer safe guest. And you just jumped right on in there, didn't you? Yeah. Well, what was amazing to me was, uh, how quickly we were able to just listen to each other. Right. And because I think what we see so often is, again, I want you to hear what I'm saying instead of, listening to the other person first and then we listen to have a response ready right and our responses weren't to prove each other wrong they weren't they were just they were responses to communicate our ideas and our thoughts and our feelings and i think that's really valuable since then we've actually talked to we've had a subject of divorce we've had mega church pastor uh, that was a really interesting one too because you know we talk about people misjudging each other mislabeling each other and trying to you know figure out our common ground and it seems pretty obvious, like, Christians talking to an atheist. That's like, yeah, well, that's going to be an interesting conversation. But to talk to, like, a megachurch pastor, too, and to find out that they're just... I mean, everybody, everybody has something going on where they've been misunderstood. But when it comes to talking to somebody who is, a, like, a Christian, if I say, I am a Christian, there's just this awkwardness that immediately jumps up because there's that assumption that there's going to be that judgmental Try telling them you're an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. And she also works in a, like, a hospital, so when you say that stuff, you get, you get a lot of reactions. I actually had one gentleman who was just, um, he was so sweet all day long, and I, he was critical. He just had surgery, and I was taking care of him, and, and um, we just had been getting along, and I'm taking care of him and his family and everything else. And, and as I was walking out of the room, he said, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior, Lord and savior. savior. You got it. You got it, Ida. Well done. Sorry. Sorry. Thank you. you. Thank you. Good job. I can correct your verbiage later if you want. And it's like, you know, you feel like you're like, here it comes. I'm about to tell you. I've I've walked down this road, you know, and I, I navigate very calmly because I, you know, I, I mean no harm in my path. Um, and I, I turn around and say, well, you know, I have a different belief system. Instead of being like, I'm an atheist. Yeah, I didn't go, I'm an atheist. Like, I have a different belief. Your God is dead. <laughs> okay, I actually did one time tell a little oh, no, confused lady. No, no, there's a no, story. You no, 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 okay, okay. no, no. Okay, so we had this call light system. This was back in the old days when it was fun to be a nurse. Um, <laughs> and so there was this little confused little lady who, I mean, she just would not go to sleep and we had tried everything we tried what do you mean like we tried an officer or do you mean like we tried putting on an officer and the gentleman you know i mean we were watching movies where the lights are on the lights are off she's turned she's you know somebody's holding her hand she would not go to sleep so i did what did you do i hit the microphone and i said i can't remember her name but i said this is god you need to take a nap now (laughs) (laughs) did you really (laughs) okay so there you go 
This was 20 years ago. Confession time. Confessions of a cardiac uh, nurse. I have a question for you. Let's, let's go into this just a little bit because I, I do have a question. Like, I get very particular about my words, right? And so my uh-huh. beliefs are, I try to have them reflected in how I speak or what, uh-huh. or what I say. So, like, as an atheist, do you find yourself, because there are these cultural things that we say. I mean, like, did she was like, God's a female? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So there are these cultural things we say, like, you know, thank God or something like that. You know, is right. that something like, does, so as somebody who doesn't believe in God, do you, are you careful not to say that? Or is it just kind of a cultural thing that gets said? I don't or? know. It's a, it it kind of goes back to the whole thing with, you know, I, like me being a natural person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a teetotaler. I mean, if I, you know, when, you know, when my utility bill is 200 less than a month, it's like, oh, thank God. You know, right. it's, it's a habit thing. But, um, yeah, I was just you know, so it's not like it's, you know, my tongue doesn't start burning or anything like that <laughs> when I say it, 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 it cause what, you know, I grew up in, in the Ozarks, like somebody said, the heart of the Ozarks, you uh-huh. know, the more things than alcohol is churches, you know, bars and churches. Um, so I don't drink either just to let you guys know. Um, Were you feeling judged? That's another I don't go to church or drink. <laughs> anyway, but, um, but yeah, those colloquialisms show up. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw that yeah. in there. I, hold I, I, hold that I don't smack you, people if they say, like, you know, thank God in front of me or anything like that. That's true. I can attest to that. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I've been over to her house. She gets churchy. She gets Christian-y Christian sometimes. Yeah. Something happened unexpected. I didn't expect to become a Christian. My first thought when I became one was, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I believe. Oh, no. Asked my parents. They were there. And uh, then I had to, like, the reason that I was dreading it in in a way was because um, (laughs) I had to tell my friends. (laughs) And she was one of them. Oh, the the judgment. That was a crazy conversation. That's another another topic. It was another topic. We could talk for hours on that one. That's another thing, darling. Danae, what do you remember about that day? Like, what are some of your recollections about those moments, about what happened? Do you have any... Becoming a Christian? No, 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 no. Oh. About when Ida came to, to talk with us that first time. Oh, back to the topic at hand. Right, <laughs> yes. right. Let but, me wrestle us back oh, to where we were. Right. Um, I was cracking up because I know Ida and I know you. And when I met Aaron, I went back and reported, uh, never expected to end up in Christian radio. Hilarious joke, God. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I really don't know. I, I am not a safe person to have on the radio because I like to be honest about my thoughts. And I'm okay with saying I don't know what's going on. But this is what I think is going on. And so I was really nervous about that. Um, so when I became a Christian, I reported back to my, I called it that I was reporting live from inside the Christian bubble because <laughs> most of my friends at that time were not Christians. I had like one Christian friend that's shifted now. It's been four years. Now the lines are different. But anyways, I remember reporting back to her going, okay, I think I actually found a pretty cool one. <laughs> like Thanks. he doesn't judge. Um, I told him just about everything going on in my life and he didn't freak out. So, so when you guys met, it was really cool because I knew that there was going to have to be like a, you know, who are you and how is this going to work out? So I was entertained. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I thought it was was good. good One of the reasons I love this conversations too, is I think it helps us all kind of, uh, really confront our beliefs, you know, really just kind of look at them from the eyes of somebody else. You know, when, when we have Ida in, I'm able to kind of see myself and what I believe through her eyes, through her perspective. And I think that's really valuable, you know, to kind of be able to, to do that. Did you feel the same, like, you know, that, um, what's the word reciprocity? That's probably not the word. That's too big of a word. Yeah. Let's think of another one. 
Uh, did you feel that too? <laughs> How was that? Did that work? <laughs> I was like, I feel something weird now. <laughs> <laughs> we can move you don't on. Have to that. Move on. We didn't make it awkward, Aaron. I'm sorry. I tend to do that. Did hey, you Snow feel a reciprocity, yes. Ida? Re- re- Ida, tell me how you really feel about me. I, I love you. <laughs> that was my wife laughing. If anybody wants to know, who <laughs> was the one laughing the hardest at that. That was my wife. I, I love you. I love you, darling. I love you too, anyone who can Anyone who can survive along with me uh-huh. in this experience. I'm with you. We're like, there, there's like a soul We can identify with here. each other. Yeah. Survivors like of Danae. ADHD. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right here. Sod. Sod. That sounds awful. That sounds, isn't that grass? I think it is. Oh, yeah. man. All right. Um, Danae, you're like sod, man. Also, sod. Uh, one thing we haven't talked about, but we're going to get to, we have a, a big announcement about some, some possible plans we're doing on Mixler, but Ida might be part of those plans. She's... It's true. It's okay. Just hang out. You'll know. Before we move on, I do want to say at the end of our No Longer Safe segments, we always ask our guest to speak to the audience. Like, you have a microphone. Speak to the audience. And they usually say something like, I wish that people would know this about me. I wish that people would not think this or misjudge me on this. And they kind of have a moment where they can speak to the audience. And Ida was one of my favorites. She says, when you find out that I'm an atheist, try not to act as though my arm just fell off. (laughs) And I always thought that that stuck with my head. You know, it's just as important for us to kind of learn how to react to different people. But um, thank you for being our first guest and for taking a chance on what we're doing here and the culture we're trying to, to build. We really appreciate that. You're very that. welcome. I enjoyed it. And thanks for being on our live show. Woo! Let's give it up for Ida. Thank you, Ida. Much appreciated. If, as always with any of this stuff, by the way, if you have any suggestions for topics uh, that you would like to, you know, us to talk about, just let us know. You can, yeah, thank you. Um, you can, so annoying sitting right by you. You can, uh, you can let us know those in the band app, or you can email us, Aaron uh, and Danae. Especially if you have an idea, like for the No Longer Safe stuff, if you want to hear a particular topic kind of addressed, or you can think of somebody that might feel comfortable coming into the studio and chatting with us. Because now our studio is in his basement. It is. So it's just like having a It is literally, garage we, have, we have a uh, storm <laughs> shelter in our basement, concrete, all four walls. And we've converted it into uh, our studio. So For the last year plus. Mm-hmm. That's why I say live from, from the bunker. The bunker. Yep, that's now, you, it, now you get it. We probably should have told you that earlier, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ida, would you do me a favor? I left a box back on the sound table. If you would bring that um, up to me. It's back in the box. Oh, oh, excellent, excellent. Uh, before we get there, since I forgot about this announcement when we were talking about Mixler, I want to make this a uh, big announcement. This is a big announcement for the podcast. You're pregnant. <laughs> I am showing, but I am not pregnant. So take that for what it's worth. Every time someone, I call someone, I'm like, all right, I'm going to tell you something. It's like the first thing I think of. So, yeah. Sorry. Not bad me, usually. Joke, bad joke. It usually doesn't happen with me. Not usually. So thanks for being the first. Yeah. Uh, the big announcement uh, about the, the podcast is in 2016, we are looking at taking Shoe the Dough from a podcast to a podcast network. We are looking at launching a 24-7 live podcast network 
that will stream. So anytime you want to tune in to conversation or fun stuff, we're going to program it with some really interesting stuff to listen to. You guys know what an internet radio is? Yeah, this is good. You guys are right (laughs) on it. I'm going to ask you again. Do you know what internet radio is? So it's like that for little mini podcast talk shows. And we are in talks. We are in talks right now to have our morning show that we have syndicated across the country uh, be able to stream on that with music as well. Yes. So uh, that our morning show then would be available to interact with as well. So from 6 to 10 in the morning, you can tune in and you can hear the music and you can hear our show and then you can hear podcasts as well. So, and it's not just what Aaron and I are doing. We actually are bringing in people who are passionate about podcasts and doing shows and we're helping them to put their show out too. So if you guys have any ideas on that, that's good as well. And now, for all right, our for next our trip. final segment Zip. of the podcast, we're in the final stretch. Uh, we thought we'd have a little fun with the live audience and play a little bit of "Would, Would You Rather." So you can think about your answers along with us. Is that the theme, Would You Rather theme song? It is now. <laughs> okay. Can I hear it again? I missed it. I was would you rather? Yeah, okay. I, I think. figured that's how it went. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's how it works when we play Would You Rather. Danae asks me a Would You Rather question. That I wrote she, them down, even. That she has an answer to. Uh, I then tell her what my answer is. If we agree, we get it right. If we disagree, we have to talk about it until one of us changes our mind. Usually, it goes well. Now, if you have a suggest- if you have a Would You Rather and you have a piece of paper, or if you want to write it down and bring it up... We will look at those as well. Uh, there's paper in the back left. Mother, wave your beautiful hand. Yeah, she you have has a would paper. you rather for us. So Let we're, us know. we're just going to do a few. So we'll go back and forth. One. We'll hand the page back and forth and, okay. and do it that way. Okay. So you start. All right. Would you rather live in an amusement park or in a zoo? Live in an amusement park or a zoo. I'm going to say I would rather. What do you guys think? I'd rather live in an amusement park. That's not a hard question, right? Is that right or wrong? I'd rather live in a amusement park, too. Yeah, there we park. go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So here's why. Caged animals are depressing, people. <laughs> that would be a horrible thing. Wake up every single day and just look at all these animals just sitting in their little cages like... I wish I were free. Although I'm finding out that zoos often take in creatures that don't have places to sure. go. See, for me, it's not that. For me, it's just like roller coasters. Like, if I'm going to have to live somewhere, I'd like it to be where there's roller coasters. When I was considering the zoo option, it's that there's too many people at an amusement park. But then I remembered I have a job to do, and people watching would make for great radio. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you live at the zoo and you have to sleep there, what happens if, like, you know, the lion escapes and takes you out or something? Like, you, I'm just, you there's like, death lingering around every bed you'd have to like become like a like a you know like a warrior you'd have to be able to have your weapons and you'd like at any point in time be able to just like hunt things all right my oh, turn not your turn any any alternate we agreed we agreed option. who's who would rather live in an uh, amusement park who would rather live at the zoo you guys are crazy that's pretty even. Yeah. That's pretty oh, oh, even. oh, hey, I put the percentages by it. Oh, you did. Uh, 75% of people said amusement park online. So there you go with that. How All right, weird. Danae. All right, I'm ready. Would you rather see how or what created civilization or how or what ends civilization? Ooh. Would you rather 
see the beginning of civilization, civilization, or the end? See is it what like happens. all humankind? Is this what we're assuming? Like, like all, like is the beginning of everything? Or Civil, we, civilization, as we know so, it. Yeah, yeah. So okay, something big's going down to end it. Something big happened to start it. I think I would choose the beginning. You would rather how it? I would choose the beginning. Yeah, I, I think I'd want to see. That oh is correct. That is the correct answer. That's good. That's uh, good. Who, would, who would rather see the beginning of civilization? End of civilization? Wow. It's good guys, to know. These are awful. You, 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 would worry, <laughs> you would worry about the person who's like, I want to see the end of civilization. Bring it on. Although, if you did see the end of civilization and then you started your life as normal, you would become one of those people who cry the end of the world. <laughs> And That's nobody right. would be believe chicken you. Little. Yeah, <laughs> you would absolutely be chicken like, little. Here it is. It's tomorrow. It's Did tomorrow. we get a good one from uh, from the crowd? Okay, I'm going to do this because it's from the crowd. We have to. Are you ready? Are, are, are you going to like read it before you read it? Or are you I just already read, read it. it. Okay. This is for right, serious, guys. This is, this is PG-13. Would you rather be steamrolled from your toes to your head or put in a wood chipper <laughs> from your toes to your head? Who wrote this? Who did this? That is serious. This is how you would prefer to die. We're going to skip it and go to the next one. Would you rather uh, kiss? No, 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 no. No, oh. it's, it's, it's wood chipper. It's kiss. wood chipper. Because it's quick. The steamroller from my, from my toes to my head, a steamroller? I have to feel that the whole time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, Ida. Okay. Oh, we, Ida. we have the nurse that gives us the bouncing around in the wood chippers. <laughs> When's, oh. when's the wood chipper episode of No Longer Safe? Because here's what I want to do. I want to agree with you because I don't want to talk about it. All right, good idea. I just don't want to talk about it. All right, I'll read another one from the sheet. Okay. And would he, you rather he has another one? Bring it up. Would you rather always disappoint people or always anger people? Which would you rather do? Always disappoint people or always anger people? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm gonna go with anger. We're on fire tonight. But we never agree. No, we never agree on this. Are you many. doing this because it's no, 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 absolutely. I would much rather, no, I would much rather anger people than disappoint. Did I anger you or did I disappoint did you? Did I anger you just now? I was no. trying. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No. Is that what you would rather? I'm really bad at Here's why. I think that people get angry when you tell them your honest opinion about things. And I would rather be honest in my life and have a little bit of discourse than disappoint people. Because, you know, I'm already, dis- I, I'm already angering people and disappointing people. I think I could deal with the anger better. They also kind of bleed into each other a little bit, right? Like, they just kind of, they're kind of the same thing in many ways, too. The anger comes from disappointment. Disappointment can come from anger. I guess it depends on the kind of anger. Like, if it's anger to the point of, like, stalking. That might be different. Mm. I might change my mind. Or, yeah, yeah. Because then I'd have to be a fighter. <laughs> Did you say something about a wood chipper? <laughs> right, exactly. I don't Ida, get... you're stuck on the wood chipper. We need to move on. It's a visual okay. that we all have. I'm sorry. That was my bad. Shouldn't have read it. Okie dokie. Okay. It's your turn. Oh, okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Next question from I think I know where, ladies. Would you rather kiss Pita or Gail, Aaron? <laughs> you go first. Mm, okay, your turn. <laughs> um, That's not how the game works. I understand. Aaron. This is how the game is played. Okay. Okay. Let's just assume. Let's just assume. Would you let me answer? 
I don't know why. I, I don't know why that just happened. Hey, I apologize. Hey. It's I because apologize. That last, we need to talk you made about me something? consider something that was painful to consider. I know. I was taking the time I'm to sorry. consider it. Are so you? Let, are you? Do you need to take a minute? I'm just no. I mean, you are thinking no, about good. kissing a man. It I, is a little unnerving, a I guess. You know, uh, Peta. Peta. Why are we agreeing? I don't know. I don't know. For me, it's it's just he need he needs affection. Like he's <laughs> he's in trouble. You know, <laughs> like I just. Like I can just like just like both hands, just like that that that. Oh no! Okay, that, okay, okay. On the forehead. I, I landed in there. It's that still, was a, see, oh. I tipped his head down. Like on the forehead. Stop you know, it! Just stop. like that man kiss on the forehead. Just like, love you, dude. You know? Okay. Thank you. All right. Oh, now she has the she has the buttons now. We're in trouble. Peta. <laughs> All right. Nice. You thank knew you. when the end was. It was yeah. perfect. Yeah, okay, we have, do we have time for one more? I think that'll be enough. I think okay. that's good. I think our time is up. Uh, round of applause for Would You Rather. Great questions, by the way. That was fun. Loved that. Very nicely done. You'll find uh, those types of segments on our random tandem. So when you're looking through the Shoe the Dough feed, anything that says RT, you'll find those there. Uh, we would like to finish the podcast today, since we have the live audience, with some live questions. We didn't go over this, Sarah, but if you would grab uh, this handheld <laughs> microphone in case somebody has uh, a question, the you microphone. can take the mic to him. Yeah, you can uh, we ask you to be thinking of questions earlier, anything you want to ask us, anything that's on you know, your mind or whatever. Uh, we just do a short Q&A, just a couple questions. Uh, anybody willing to get us started with a hand, anything? We've got we one back one here. We have one right there. You can go back. You can go Sarah, right, right back right there. Now. Straight back. There we go. Straight back now, Taylor. Do you really want to love? No, Danae. That's my girl. Do you know you have a good friend when she sings along with you? Just saying. Aaron, why do you wear your ring on your middle finger? That's a great question. That's a good question. One thing, one thing I, I bet I, I have the answer to that. I, one thing I love uh, about you know what we do is we tell so many stories that we've heard each other's stories so many times. It's true. It's fun to answer each other's questions. So, Danae, why do I wear my ring on my middle finger? Um, because it's a symbolic finger. <laughs> you heard the wrong story. That was... That was I had my opportunity and I seized it. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, no. It's it's because um, it doesn't fit on the other one. I uh, at one point because it broke. No, it doesn't. Ha- it doesn't have to from do with a the lightning fact that- strike. No. How do no. I know this and you don't, Danae? Come on. No, no. Uh, so I what? keep talking. Oh, go ahead. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Was there was there was one point in my life where I weighed over 400 pounds when I had this uh, ring, and I lost a bit of weight, and so it doesn't go on my ring finger very well, so I wear it on my middle finger. Um, and, it's a symbolic finger. and It fits the one that fits the ring. My wife and I have conversations about it, too, because it, it does also have a crack in it from where I caught a baseball barehanded. Lightning. And I refuse to get it. I refuse to get it fixed because I think there's a lot of symbolism in the change of life and how you stick with something even when life is changing. That's what you know. Marriage is a lot. Is things change, hard times come, all that kind of stuff. But you you stick with it and you you're committed to it. So I, I kind of see my ring in that way. And that was actually from the very start of our marriage. This ring actually spent an, a night, 24 hour period, at the bottom of uh, the Atlantic Ocean uh, on our honeymoon. It slipped off while we were swimming. And didn't find it till the next day. So this ring's been through a lot. So I kind of like, you know, kind of the, the character of it and kind of what that metaphor is. So 
little bit of a deeper answer, but that's a good answer. can I, as your wife, interrupt you? Oh, Jen's you? on the mic. Whoa, y'all. whoa, hey, Jen I is love on the mic. What a beautiful woman. Sarah gave me the mic. Thank you. But every time we're at a wedding and they talk about how the rings are a complete circle that's unbroken, <laughs> I give you a dirty look. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That does happen every single time. Like I said, we go back and forth. So next question. Anybody else have a question? Right up here with this Andrew handsome mustached man. And then I think Tara has a question. You do remember too. we're, we're uh, on our show, not yours. Just, uh, just Hi, my name is Andrew. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> Knowing what you know now, what would you like to have told yourself when you first started doing the show? Oh, I'll let you start, Danae, since I answered the last one. Ooh, that's a really good question. Knowing what you know, know. now, what would you have... What was, how was the end phrase? What would you have done well, differently? Or... Knowing what you know now, what would you like to have told yourself? Told yourself. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, you really are going to sit in front of people someday. I really, this was one of the first things I wanted to do was figure out how to make it a community thing and fun. And, um, so while we're doing this for those who are listening live and for those who are in this room live with us, we really crave your feedback. We want to continue to grow this and it's, this is its very first expression and we want to continue to see what it can go into because we really feel like there's something fun and unique that can happen together as a community. And it's not about the show that we are doing. It's that we have an opportunity to have a platform for us to do something fun. So I would, yeah, that's one of the things I'd be like, yeah, it's really going to happen. We're really going to keep going. I yeah. love that answer. Uh, Thank you. Next question. I would have just, I would have just told myself to loosen up a little bit more. I was very much it, one of the interesting things about Danae when she came in and did the show. Immediately, she was just herself, and you don't what? often see that when people get behind a microphone the first time. There's usually what we call mic fright, and it changes their personality a little bit. They're a little more, you know. And for Danae, she was just the same Something's behind the mic. Straight wrong with me. Yeah, very very wrong, and. Um, <laughs> And for me, I had that a little bit and I, I was, you know, I have a tendency to perform and I think I would have told myself, you know, before be I got more started, like Danae. Be I hear what like, you're saying. Yes, that is exactly I it. Hear what you're saying. I would have just told myself, be more like that girl you've never met, uh, <laughs> that someday you'll meet and do a show with. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, any more questions? It's funny because there's one over here. It's funny because, uh, you have the structure and I don't, I've actually learned about having more structure too. So right. we've sort of rubbed off on each other a little bit. Yeah. Go ahead. What's your question? We're curious why you're not on the wind anymore. I wondered if we'd get that question tonight. I have been looking forward to this one. <laughs> have I you really? really? Have. Yes. Because How are you going to answer it? I, you know, we have, we've had a year and a half-ish now since we resigned from the station. And it really comes down to how do you talk about a huge thing just really uh, respectively. And really what it comes down to is... Aaron and I had an opportunity to do syndicated radio. So what that means is that the show that we were doing on the station got a lot of attention and people wanted to play it in their stations too. And at the very beginning of that, everybody seemed to be on board with it um, in, in management and between us. And then some things just started shifting and doors started closing and things started feeling different. And it was really hard. It was one of the hardest things I've ever been through. Both sides, I think. I mean, I think we, we feel the, I think the same way on both sides. I think we love doing the show, and we still do our show. We, we would love to be back in that seat, and we would love to be doing our, our show for the Ozarks. This is where we live. This is where I grew up, and um, maybe someday it'll come back around. We don't know. But when the choice came down to it, we were looking at, you know, we've got to make a choice. Do we 
do the show in one place or do we let it be in many? We really both felt our families felt that it needed to go to wherever it could go. And that just didn't line up. So we just respectfully resigned because that wasn't their vision at the time. So that's kind of the easiest way to answer yeah, it. I think it so. was really difficult Thank for you. everybody involved. I think for everybody involved, it was, it, it, it was difficult, but I think it's just, you know, a lot of healing has happened too. I mean, it's like one of those things where you're like, why everything feels so good. It feels so right. like I'm having a greatest time. And you're like, why is this coming to an end? And then you just have to kind of wonder. And then since then our show is now, you know, on, I think 19 stations across the country now. And so we're really experiencing what it could mean for people to hear two voices that just go at topics and conversation on Christian radio a little bit different. We're, we're okay with not putting on the, you know, Jesus every single break. And we're okay with talking from a, you know, a real human weird level and letting me do strange things too. So, <laughs> so hopefully it just keeps gaining in popularity and uh, we would love your feedback on that too. So hope. Thank you for asking. It's it's a really cool thing to be able to and talk I, about it. I love and cherish my time at 88.3 The Win. I, I love the people there. Um, I really do uh, have been impressed with, especially the work, you know, that we've done in the community while there and that they've done, you know, since we've been there. And I think, you know, they feel the same way about us. They're rooting us on. They, you know... Um, so I, I think there has been a, a lot of... It was difficult, you know. I, you've probably had a time in your life, right, where you have a wonderful relationship but it's it's time to you know do something else and and move on and i think i think everybody understood you know it's time to i'm gonna to, be honest my fingers are crossed that something works out in the future it could be like <laughs> five ten years who knows who knows i'm just gonna go walk back in there <laughs> hey guys can i have your remember microphone? me remember me yes today everybody remembers you <laughs> you make an impression and that's because i beatbox on the radio my first week <laughs> that was that's true then you absolutely did that. Any other questions? Yeah. Any, Over here? here? From the PETA and Gale table. <laughs> I think this will be uh, our final question. Unless anybody want to take dibs on one more question if we do one more? All right. I think this will be our final question. How and when did you guys meet? Great question. Uh, Danae walked in off the street and said, people that tell me I'd be like good in radio. That like I'm a street walker. <laughs> Every time you say that, I didn't just like... Hi, got nowhere to go. Give me a microphone. That is a spot-on impression of your first day at the station. That's amazing. Shut your mouth. It was like I went back in time. (laughs) Today he just walked in the door. It's incredible. I mean, maybe there's just another way to say it. Uh, Danae, uh, had a in. career, everything was going wonderful in our life, and then all of a sudden, Danae left her corner on the street, came into the station. (laughs) Was that better? My Joes are after me. I think I want to talk about Jesus on the radio. Uh, the, uh, that is a, the truth is you came out of nowhere, right? You had been told that you would, you would possibly be good on radio because of your personality. Which, by the way, when somebody comes into a radio station and says, people tell me I'd be good at this, usually that's not the case. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen it happen many, many times. Uh, with Danae, it just happened to actually be the case. and so I changed my whole entire world after that. So I was doing other things and then this opened up and it was, it's like, it was a really interesting thing, but I I literally had a conversation with them and I would encourage you all. If someone tells you, you should do this over and over and over and over and over again. And it's not like my mom and dad were the only ones. It was just, you should call, you should do this. And it keeps popping up. One day I just said, okay, let's just silence the voices of everyone telling me that you should do this. And I called and it was the most awkward conversation I have ever had. It went something like this. 
Hi, uh, my name is Danae, and um, people say I'd be good in radio, mostly my mom and dad. Um, but anyway, I don't even listen to your radio station because I don't like Christian music, but uh, I don't know. Do you need help or anything? I mean, I, I, have, I have things I can do. I don't even know why I'm calling you. I'm just getting ready. I, I'm looking at my face in the mirror, and I'm like, I think I have a zit. But anyway, can I come? I, I, do you need somebody? I don't even know. Um, I think I'm supposed to talk to someone named Chalmer. Who are you? Mike? Oh, am I supposed to? Okay. Is this making any sense? Somehow that got me the job. <laughs> there was no job to be had, but it, it all worked out. I, it's, it's a fun thing. It's just, you know, jump in and, and don't be afraid to be weird and strange and take some risks and crazy stuff might happen. <laughs> I had had uh, two, three, two or three other co-hosts in my career. I had about a 10 year career. He's been in radio before. 15 years. Yeah. I'd been in, been so. in radio for about a decade before we met and I had had several co-hosts and it was fine. We were able to, you know, have fun on the radio and do some fun stuff. I know where he's going to go with this, but it was always like when the mics were off, like the walls went up and there was, you know, uh, there's something about me, especially the first time you meet me that gives off a kind of a standoffish presence. It might be, you know, my size, the intimidation, whatever. Um, he really does have a don't approach me face. Just yeah, watch it later. Yeah. He's like this. And, and with, uh, <laughs> thanks. Much appreciated. Uh, I, yeah. I love that you're always there willing to emphasize the negative parts of, of what I do. That's it. That's the one. Well done. Okay. Uh, So when Danae came in to talk about possibly doing stuff at the station. um, I have a really poor visual cue issue. She (laughs) didn't really see any of that and been like, I'm not supposed to talk to that guy. Well, I I threw a joke (laughs) at her and she volleyed back with another joke. It's called conversing. But she didn't see any of those walls. And you know, if you know Danae, you know that. She doesn't see that stuff. And so it was really obvious that there was... Uh, a real ability to have, you know, that conversation and that fun. And so uh, we were excited to, to try her he out He worked the, the system on the back end. He was like, hey, Mike, maybe you should call Danae back. And then that he is true. messages me on Facebook, are you really wanting to come and do the show? And I'm like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> so. so she came in and was supposed to be like a producer and just kind of be there and in the background and not he, do anything. He was not supposed to put me live on air, and then he did. And then our bosses heard it, and they were like, uh, we heard you. You weren't supposed to do that. But we liked it, so you can do it one more time tomorrow. So the next day, he put me on twice instead of once. And this continued, and then by the end of the week, I was on every break the next week, and we mm-hmm. just kind of ran after it. Yeah. Oh, the good old days. Back when we were young. As, as rebellious as that story makes me sound, it's no wonder we're not there anymore. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. You, you, you. Yeah, it was my fault. It was all my fault. Uh, oh, that so, was good. Thanks, guys, yes, for your questions. And met. if you ever think of any of the ones, you're always welcome to approach us. Um, we're on all the networks of social medias. Yeah. Because that's what you have to do these days. You got to hustle on the social medias. Before we finish up the podcast, we did want to take uh, a second to give a special thanks to supporters who make this possible. Uh, we use something called Patreon uh, to help support the show. Uh, and that, Patreon! That was, yeah. So We're going to ask for your monies. There are people who, who give a dollar a month. Three dollars a month, five dollars like, a month. It's like Kickstarter. So how this web? It's a really cool website, actually. Uh, they help artists. Anybody who wants to sign up, 
And what you do is you set goals. And so we set a goal. We said, if you guys want our talk show to happen, we need to get to this much per month so we could get the right equipment. And then our fans said, yep. And they all popped in and they helped us get to that goal. Okay, you guys, if you want us to go live two days a week, then we'll, and then that happens. So that's how our two days a week. And we're getting close to going live three days a week. And that's how this happens is people uh, doing it. But rather than Kickstarter where you raise a whole bunch of money all at once, this is like a monthly thing. And there are perks and stuff at the web. Like if you give a certain amount, there are certain you know, Hugs, benefits. You yeah, know. yeah, that's absolutely. Not true. But one thing we wanted to do uh, just tonight is even just say thank you to those. Because I know there are several in here who do support us. Patreon and people, come forth. We would like to give you a special gift. So you if can you come get it. If you're Patreon, too shy, you don't have to please, come see us later. Please but we would come like up. to. We would like to give you... Uh, a little shoe. We have a for shoe, shoe for you. For shoe, yes. Yeah, it's a little keychain shoe for shoe the dough, and that way you can always kind of have us with you. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for a round of applause for the supporters. Uh, I would like to, by the way, if you go to Patreon.com/slash Aaron and Danae, you do a dollar every month tonight. We will uh, give you a gift tonight as well. Uh, he you has can have more of, shoes. There are more shoes. So if you want to support what we do, it's very much appreciated and uh, kind of help cover the expenses uh, tonight as well. Thank you guys so much for coming out to the show. We know that we've, we've kind of done a variety type thing here with a little music and then a little bit of a variety show, a little different than what you've maybe experienced before for coming out to Classic Rock Coffee. For those listening online, thank you guys so much for streaming and for sharing with your friends and for being our huge shoers, our, our fans of what we do here at the podcast, Shoot the Joe. Uh, and thank you guys again for coming out tonight, showing support. This has been a super interesting experience. So we're really curious for your feedback. Yeah. How did it Give come? Some feedback. Was Let's it all right? If no one's what should we do anything. next time? Should there be a next so, time? I don't know. All like, that kind of like No one's stuff. even clapping or anything. It feels awkward. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Give anymore. yourself a round of applause. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.